Okay, so Steve, you have a TikTok channel that I appear on every once in a while. Yeah, I like how it's my name and <laughs> then your like, face. Right, it's mostly Steve, 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 That's Steve, That's really Steve. the story of this company, right? <laughs> very true, very true. And then every once in a while, like the leading picture will be me, yeah. right? So we, I mean, I'm in every one with you, but you know, like the leading picture is you, right? right? It's your channel, yeah. right? It should be. But there's this one TikTok <laughs> post where it's the leading picture is me. And it's this one that it says there's one simple exercise for career clarity. Mm. It went crazy. Like we have a few that just like you, they just go boom, you know, they blow up. This one blew up, right? Yeah. It was a clear exercise was clear. for figuring out what you yeah. want to do more of, and what, what you, you do don't want to do more of, right. what you like, what you don't like. Yes. And it was a helpful, anything, anytime it's a visual exercise, it helps people because yes. you just like put it in the quadrants it's yes like, and so people like commented i had fun i had fun play, replying i loved people's comments well, a lot like, of people well, got mad they're like yeah, what, what they, they did the exercise and like but what do you do now and we're like that's why we have a whole company <laughs> I know, right? and, like, and we had so many people defending us like click the link idiot yes. <laughs> they wanted that one simple exercise to solve for everything and i was yeah. like it's kind of step one of clarity anyway because we had so many and comments I got on mad. it. I was like, yeah. it took me eight years <laughs> and they wanted it to happen in eight seconds. Right. What was interesting about it is obviously I'd been feeling some things that led me up to this, but I decided to do the exercise. You, you, <laughs> but you messaged. See, I don't know what happened in between, like when you did it, but I just remember when you messaged the team and you're like, I did my own exercise <laughs> I did. and I had like, a light bulb oh, moment. You were I like, did. listen to this. <laughs> I did. Well, I did the exercise, had a light bulb moment. And then I sent you a text and said, let's meet. <laughs> let's meet and talk. I'm like, ah. <laughs> so that leads us up to, I'm making a shift. So yeah. the good news is I, I'm making a shift relative to the exercise. So we actually like live out what we teach. We do. Some of you, if you're like the the real careful listeners, you know, the like Peters of our audience, shout out Peter, are they're paying attention to every nuance. I got a text this morning from the episode that just dropped from Peter. Okay. <laughs> He's like, I'm listening to every yeah. <laughs> bit of every episode. And, um, and so those people will recognize that occasionally Jacqueline would kind of hop on the mic. She yep. was always in the studio with us because right. she was part of the brains behind making all this work. But she would occasionally hop on the mic. Right. And now she hasn't for a while. Right. And so people are worried. Like, what happened? Where's Jacqueline? Yes. <laughs> Jacqueline's yes. still one of our best friends. But she, yes, took the greenhouse advice and realized she wanted to make some shifts to have more flexibility mm -hmm. with her time, some other like personal goals she had going on. And so she stepped back from greenhouse to kind of create her own little business that would allow her to flex her time more. Yeah. Of which we are like huge fans. Yes. And are actually helping her. Yeah. Um, grow that thing because yeah we actually do like practice what we preach we do. so you were doing that that doesn't mean i don't hate it i know i know <laughs> All, and we and we felt the same way even with jacqueline because we lose a piece of her but we support that the big picture is about people's lives yes like we that's want, what we want you to build the life you want and that why that why life and career are always interconnected is because like career is such a big part of what shapes our day-to-day -day life so so you wanted to meet yeah. and I, we got to the bar yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> you're like, you knew I, I need know. a stiff drink because <laughs> I know what's coming here. Yes. But we had talked, to be fair, we, we yes. had talked for a long time mm -hmm. about like, we knew at some point you were going to make some shifts and we had already talked about that. So I was yeah. also feeling really good about, I, I know that I also knew that you needed to make some rearranging yes. things in your life a yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. really, so really what we did was with that exercise, 
within all the things that I do in greenhouse, I just made a list of things that I want to do less of and things that I want to do more of in my life. Yeah. Which so in light of that, it shifted my role a bit and also shifted one of the things being podcasting. Yeah. Which is why we wanted to talk about it here on 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 our podcast. Yes. So while I love podcasting and I'm good at it, it's well, the second well, part <laughs> it's gonna be one of the things I do less of. Yeah. So I'm no longer gonna be your co-host. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be kind of more of a guest co-host yeah. because I'm going to be doing well. And actually, our numbers are going to yeah, plummet. They, uh, no, I think they might skyrocket. <laughs> <laughs> this will be funny to watch what happens with the numbers. We'll, we're going to put our faces on the graph of like when things <laughs> right. dip or grow. But I think that it is the right move for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for people who are curious, you're going to, sh- we're shifting the mix of your role. So you're going to be more of a focused more on working with, clients coaching mm-hmm. speaking facilitating yep. which you're great at and you love and it energizes you yep. and a little less on the company leadership side yes helping lead the team and doing some of these content things yep. which yeah of course changes are always a bummer but i think it's a really good thing all around like it'll be hard to not have you on the other mic every time yep. but well some people were saying your friends were like i knew this was coming yeah that was funny i announced it to my friends finally and they were like oh I knew it. I saw less of you the last month than all these other coaches. And I was like, very <laughs> funny because that had nothing to do with the strategy. But it's funny what goes through people's I minds. Know. And, and it kind of ended up being a win because we were we just wanted to start introducing the other coaches. Yeah. Bringing some guests back on to hear different people's stories. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It had nothing to do with your change. But now it's actually nice because now we can kind of keep doing more of that since it's been fun and it's working well. Yeah. And that helps to, you know, fill the gap of you being my co-host all the time. Yeah. My only disappointment in the timing of this is that my picture never really did get, I never got a picture on on a podcast cover. Like it, it was worked. for those of you who've been with us forever. It was his picture forever, even though I was your co-host for probably a year yeah. with your picture. And I was like, then you rebranded and then it was no picture. No I know. And so now I'm gone and I never got a picture. Well, my master plan worked. And it pushed me right out. Well, we well, we always joke about this <laughs> and I just let the joke fly because it's funny. But to be fair, I never wanted my face on it either. I was actually <laughs> kicking and screaming. This is when we first met Joe. Like Joe and Drew were helping with produce a podcast. Yes. And I think it was maybe Tyler. Someone else on the team was like, you got to have your face. It was Tyler. Yeah, no, it was. We started without a picture at first. Okay. It was the very first one. It was the Greenhouse Effect was no picture. That's right. Then it rebranded the Greenhouse Podcast. Okay. And that's when your oh. picture got picture. thrown on it. It was a nice picture. Though. Oh, I went kicking and screaming though. I'm like, yeah. I don't want my face. That's just cheesy. And uh-huh. I don't, but whatever. Because you're right. There aren't a lot with people's pictures on it. Cause it just used to be the thing for like yeah. coaches and experts. It's like, you gotta mm-hmm. have your face and you gotta be like wearing green, have a stiff collar. <laughs> you wore green. Too. I did wear green. Yeah. But, uh, not so red. your face will never make it. Maybe we should switch it now. And now it's just your right. face, even though I'm not on it, but as just a guest, to, like, yeah, just, just as a people. stab right? yeah. <laughs> until she comes back. So well, I don't know when people are listening to this, but it's probably at the beginning of February, I think, but yeah. I'm obviously still here for the whole month of February, but after that, it'll be more like as a guest spot. So I'm excited because, you know, for those of you who know my life to have five kids, one is only still left to raise, but very involved mom. And just because you have five grown kids does not mean that you are not busy if you enjoy them. 
Huh. So I'm I'm actually creating more space to be a little bit more involved in my family's yeah. life too. Yeah. Cause they keep I enjoy them. How's that? <laughs> well, I that's part of what, you know, the piece I knew and why it felt like a good move for you. But but also going back to the your exercise, it I like the way you decided to do it because it was not just like um pack up and run from everything. Mm-hmm. It's like let me just do more of what energizes me and less mm-hmm. of the stuff that doesn't. Yeah. And and like create time that way versus I think sometimes we feel like we just got to f- like flee. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be a completely cut off thing. Yeah. Right, which should be encouraging to people out there that it's just it's like um you know, they can't see my hands, but it's like a pulling <laughs> a, a moving forward and a moving back. Yeah, sliding, yeah. a sliding scale there. And also, I am really excited about that completing that certification in insights discovery around the colors and personalities and the 360 review and leadership. People and I'm going to be, that they do. And so now th- that's going to be a franchise that I own. Yeah. That's going to be, of course, brought more into greenhouse, but something I'll be selling and developing on the outside uh, as well. Yeah. It's so great. Like we've had multiple teams ask for that this month where we're doing like an offsite where they do it together. Yeah. We did it as couples at greenhouse one night so with fun. a drink on Learned, zoom. Yeah, so it's much. just, it's so cool. Like, it's nice to have a fresh new uh, personality assessment. I just got into um, human design yep. and same thing. I'm just loving it. It's just a different angle on it. And I'm learning new stuff about myself and about Ashley and about how we relate uh, and all the reasons I hate looking at personality tests because you realize why everything is so hard. Yeah. Uh, I think too, um, I-, I felt like I've resonated with your changes because the part that the listeners don't see is... Um, as a business owner, you also face this over and over because you're constantly trying to adjust and hone in the business. And mm-hmm. like, sometimes you have to reinvent. And I feel like as a company, Greenhouse is at this stage too, where we're trying to hone in the brand. Like it's always been about retreats and coaching mm-hmm. and those elevated experiences that really help you transform and like create the life that you want. Uh, but to get here and, you know, small little asterisks, covid pandemic yeah we had to do a lot of things um a less than ideal way to to get here but now we're here and we can start creating those retreat experiences to pair with the coaching i'm just like so excited about it yes but it also means change and and tweaking things and reinventing again and it's like i'm actually going through the same exercise over the break for the holidays i was like I have to cut out a bunch of stuff I'm doing, mm-hmm. stuff that's draining my energy, stuff that's draining my time, yep. and reshift somehow to focus all my time and attention on the brand and getting out there and talking to people and building some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. I mean, Joe, you know that. It's like constantly this chicken or egg scenario we talk about. Like, well, mm-hmm. But where's the money to do that? Where's the mm-hmm. time to do that? And then like the people. And mm-hmm. uh, it's mm-hmm. it's so tricky. Yeah, I was just sharing it with to, to close the loop on that. I was just sharing it with another coach and I loved the way the coach said, congratulations, Sunday, for being brave. Mm. I loved that because yeah. it takes a brave step to make change and to, to, to face the little bit of the unpredictability of the change that you're about to make. Yeah. yeah. Cheers to that change. Uh, thanks. Bam. This is actually going to not be a very long one. But, but we're going to talk about burnout, but differently. Yeah. Because it comes up all the time. But in um, 
the Harvard Business Review was talking about what do we do when you are the leader in your burnout? Yeah, because we just focus on the employee side and all the media. Yeah. But um, a lot of the leader struggles, they're trying to help those people, but they are also burnout. Yeah. And then, you know, it's interesting, too, is I I read somewhere else that I cannot remember about how many leaders will end up quitting because of that, because they actually don't feel like they know who to talk to mm -hmm. because they're helping so many other people with burnout that they just leave. Yeah. So we do need to talk about it a bit. Yeah. But I, I actually just wanted to also throw myself under the bus and also laugh about something that, well, we are about real-time feedback in at Greenhouse, which I love. And I was going through a season of burnout. burnout. You knew it. I knew it. And I was doing my work and I was doing it fine. But I just thought it was really funny that it plays out, you know, in everybody, it manifests itself and everybody differently. But for me, it was manifesting itself with a big, big sigh. Oh, I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> and I just Sunday go, would come into every meeting and just go. Like, oh. I know. Come into the podcast oh, studio, just big sighs. Sigh. I'm like and feeling before, so bad. Oh, <laughs> I'm killing her. And I her. wouldn't even like talk about what the burnout was or anything. You just knew it. <sighs> but it was the way I was getting through was a sigh before a podcast, a sigh before yeah. a meeting. And, <laughs> and then you caught me doing a sigh at an offsite right at the beginning <laughs> with, the of, with a client i was like okay and so it was such a great you were like hey i just want to talk to you about recognizing your sigh and i swear to god this is why you have great colleagues because you need other people to observe you yeah because and i i really wanted to tell that story because good colleagues should be able to share that with others and it, in fact it just came up the other day where somebody a leader i was talking to said i have this one wonderful employee who shows his burnout physically yeah to it manifests like physically to other people and sometimes in front of the client and he goes and i feel uncomfortable talking to him about it and i was like do it yeah because the truth is he might not even be aware and right. all it takes is a small tweak on just like <laughs> okay just hold your sigh yeah you, you can doesn't mean that my burnout's going away you know about it i i worked through it but i was i i need to not i just need to not sigh yeah yeah that's <sighs> that's a good point it's we get so scared to share feedback, but usually people really appreciate the ones who did. If For it was sure. done tastefully and kindly, but like... Yeah, you could have been a jerk, yeah. but <laughs> you were not. I know. How often do we hear in coaching, they're like, this is so nice that I get this, you tell me things straight, but like yes. no one else I work with is, yep. is giving me this the real, the real news. And I think that that's so normal, but yeah. we appreciate when someone tells us the truth because like, gosh, I... <laughs> You Thank also you. <laughs> were a great listener, which is all, um, actually, so there's six points, there's six points. And the first one is notice and recognize. So I'll just go right there is as leaders, just notice and recognize, but notice and recognize yourself too. Yeah. But you were noticing and recognizing me because not only was I saying, but I was saying things like, I'm really tired. Yeah. I'm really tired. And then also you said to me, I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I didn't, again, I didn't even realize I was saying it so much, which was the red flag that I was feeling burnout. But, and actually I was, I didn't really actually need to do much about it. I think I just realized, oh my gosh, I'm saying it because I'm super tired. And you're like, do you said to me, do you need me to do anything about it? Uh -huh. Because you are voicing that you're tired. And I said, no, I just didn't even realize I was saying it so much. It yeah. was such a great talk. That is a helpful story because just the awareness was enough. And then yeah. you knew what to do from there. I did. And I can second that because someone else on the team had told me a, a time where, and I, I don't think for me it was a burnout season, but I think I was just overwhelmed yeah. with everything going on. And I kept coming into meetings like wearing that overwhelm. 
And they said it again, very in a helpful, kind, but honest way, like you're bringing that in yeah. and, and we feel that. And I think those are scenarios where we need you to come in with like some positive energy. Mm-hmm. And it, same thing for me. I was like, oh, oh yes. Okay. Totally. I just didn't really realize I was doing that. Right. And it doesn't mean I need to be fake. Yeah. I can be honest with people, but be selective where I think coming that into a team great. meeting with like this overwhelm all over my face as the yeah. point leader is not helping people. Yeah. Yeah. It, if we could just, yes. And so be honest about your burnout, mm. but know selectively where to share it. Yeah. It's like, and, and where to manifest it. It's like true. So, so I definitely needed to pull back some for some things, but I still also needed to show up great in certain places. Yeah. Yeah. Right. By the way, I was also talking to another leader the other day who said to me, Sunday, it was a January talk. I want you to know that last year was a whole year of burnout for me. And I'm, I'm coming into this coaching session asking how fast do I jump into this year? Recognizing, I know he's like recognizing (laughs) how burnout, where do I like level set myself? Because I am not sure how I even feel about myself this year, I loved his honesty. He's like, where do I, where do I like begin mm-hmm. to make sure that I start to deal with what happened last year and make sure that doesn't happen again? Woo. I was like, well, all right. And so we, <laughs> yeah. first of all, what caused it? All those things, things like that. So number one is, so this, this is a little bit about the leader noticing when the leader is burnout. Yeah. So it's a little bit, so notice and recognize the signs. Call out if you're, if you're seeing some physical things that are happening mm-hmm. there, talk to them. Number two. Connect burnout people with burnout people. Can I just say that burnout people feel alone? Yeah. I think they feel like they're the only one. Yeah. They feel guilty for feeling burnout. Like it's my fault. I should not feel this way. Well, you are not alone. Yeah. And sometimes it's either nice to connect them with burnout people or as the leader, tell them a story of when you were burnout or tell them a story of when the person to the left was burnout. Yeah. I had a time when a friend, it's going to sound weird. Just hang with me. Okay. Well, he said, I shared kind of some, some burnout feelings with him and he goes, okay, this is going to sound weird, but like, dude, you are so much more attractive when you share, <laughs> shared that. <laughs> right <laughs> now I knew exactly what he meant. Cause it was in the context of the conversation, but his point was like, it, I thought of you, Steve, cause he kind of knew me first in the coaching um, setting. So he kind of saw me as like the expert who has it all together and never has a problem. Right. And I'm like, you were vulnerable. I was vulnerable and I was honest about that. And and that actually connected us at a deeper level. Yeah. It stood out the fact that he used that word. It's always stuck with me. Attractive. Oh, I was like, I am attractive. You know, if I'm feeling unattractive one day in the mirror, I might just try that one. Talk about your burnout. Yeah. All right. All right. The next one it's also connected to a story, but it's about reprioritizing and delegating. So this is another conversation with your leader. You're in a burnout place, which means that you need to look at your list of tasks and not try to be amazing at all of them. Yeah. So again, do you remember when I was like in this spot and I was like, I need to be minimally amazing. <laughs> I love that phrase. And yeah, it's so much better that it was that conversation and we can make tweaks versus yeah. When people feel guilty, they hide until it's so bad they have to leave. And then the conversation, the first time the manager hears it is like, I'm out. I'm I'm done. And it's like, wait, I could have helped you. (laughs) Right. And I think like to your point with you and many leaders, they're okay hearing that from you and saying, all right, if we have 20 things that you typically do, I'm going to help you because usually when you're burnout, you have a hard time thinking. Mm. I'm going to help you say that these five 
for the next three months are really the only five. Which leads to your next one. Right. Agree Agree on on new new norms. norms. Right. That one's good. It is. Just together. Come up with them. Agree on them. That's the right. Exactly. Which to the next one. See, this is why it's going to be such a short podcast. Check in. Check in with each other to make sure that that person isn't letting the guilt rise back up again. Mm -hmm. Going back to the 10 things versus the five. Good point. Because it can be easy to feel like, okay, we solved that. Anyway, moving on and never. A week of that. Nice job, right? (laughs) That's a good point. Oh, I do that one. It doesn't go away in a week. Yeah. Especially when we have like, and you know, there are, um, I am not a psychologist, so I'm not going to go into the deep definitions, but I, and I can't even recall them all, but I know that I listened to this um, great podcast called The Anxious Achiever, and they will define on there the differences between stress and burnout. Burnout's deeper. Yes. And just a shout out for this or whatever, CTA, I don't know what you call it. We have, if you go to greenhousecoaching.co, right there at the top, the topics, you can click um, on burnout. And Dana Lynn, especially on our team, is an expert in this. Like she had a stress management company that would work with like EMTs and people who experience these high levels of stress, you know, far before COVID and has very specific coaching approaches to help you work through that, but also to identify, is it stress? Is it early signs of burnout? Is it straight up burnout? Like the different level that you're at requires different strategies. Yeah. Or or are you about to have a breakdown? Because that's usually the the last level. Yeah. You know, so back to that check-in piece. um, I love, I feel like really leaders who are leading people who are burnout really take the charge there because if I'm going through it, I'm going to feel like guilty enough that I already brought it up with you and I need you to keep bringing it up with me. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to feel. Yeah. So reprioritize, help me delegate, agree on my new norms and check in with me. Those are those three. Those three together are huge. And then really I'm ending with figure out what rest means. Some people really struggle with what rest even means. Yeah. So have a conversation with someone on what rest means. Figure out how you can squeeze it into your schedule, whether or not it's an agreement upon leaving work actually at five, whether it means leaving an hour early and what your weekends look like, talking to your partner and saying this, I need a season of more rest. What does it look like? That's all. Yeah. That is a great coaching question to come uh, come into a session and ask, what does rest look like oh, for me? Yeah. Because a coach asked me that and I realized, whoa, for me, it's adventure. It's like brain stimulation. That's what rest is it for me. Vacation is right. not actually rest for no. me. It's a different thing. Right. So I say that to say it can look different than our typical definition of rest. And you got to figure out what it looks like for you. Yeah. It's a great coaching question. And I think that the takeaway for the, really the takeaway of this whole thing is that the solution is not quick and that the solution is not usually one simple single solution. It's a combination of these things that come together, that the, that the effort over time begins to diminish the burnout. 